broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. Hey, what is up, everyone? It is C.W. Hall, your host here on the Midtown Business Radio Show. Had a lot of fun this week, continuing our series with Dr. Jill LaMarche, Vice President of Professional Relations up at Life University in Marietta, Georgia. We've been reintroducing the community to this not-so-little university located right here in the heart of one of our bustling suburbs. We've been talking about integrity as it relates to both our professional and our personal lives, featuring a number of Atlanta area executives and entrepreneurs who exemplify and value integrity in their everyday interactions with others in both business and personal experience. And we've been helping to raise awareness about the upcoming Life Talks World Congress event going to be held at Life University coming up May 12th and 13th. That's a two-day conference kind of along the lines of a TED Talks. It's based on integrity uh, as its theme. They're going to be having a number of subject matter experts joining them to make presentations and share their thought leadership around integrity and how we can better integrate it into our daily lives. This week, we had the special treat of being joined by two Life University graduates from their Doctor of Chiropractic program, the world's largest, in fact, and Dr. Matt Germain and Elise Smith of Back to Balance Wellness Center with two locations in Midtown to serve you. I've actually been a patient as well as my wife of Matt and his staff uh, of both his chiropractic practice as well as their professional and high quality massage therapy services that they've had. They've helped me work through a couple of injuries actually as I was training uh, and overtraining, uh, doing my running and weightlifting, etc. Coming up, Matt talks about how he integrates integrity into his practice with Back to Balance Wellness Center. Check it out. One of the things that we're very proud of at Back to Balance Wellness Centers is that we we do enjoy very much the challenge of explaining to people a lot about the misperceptions about chiropractic. And chiropractic in and of itself is a very simple philosophy. We call it a philosophy in art and a science because it really truly does do all three things. You know, in the medical community, which I have nonstop respect for, I like to think that we all work together and we all have different perspectives and different ways of looking at a problem. It doesn't make one right or one wrong. And I think only by actually unifying those thoughts, you can actually get the best result for the patient. Stick around. I got the full interview with Dr. Gilles LaMarche, Matt Germain, and Elise Smith coming up next. Good morning, everyone. It is C.W. Hall, your host here on the Midtown Business Radio Show. Thanks for making us a part of your day today. Continuing our series that we've been doing with Gilles LaMarche from Life University and talking with folks from the community and the business community here and around the Atlanta area that exemplify integrity in their professional and their personal lives leading up to the upcoming Life Talks World Congress event on May 12th and 13th, I believe it is. That is correct. And thanks so much for making time to join us in the studio again today, Jill. Happy to be here as always. And it's always a great conversation and great meeting new guests as well. And I'm pleased to have in studio with us today, um, Dr. Matt Germain and Elise Smith, chiropractors from the Back to Balance Wellness Center here in the Midtown area. I have a couple of locations now. I've actually known Matt. I've been a patient of Matt's in the past. And uh, I thought it would be a nice opportunity because... Uh, being from a chiropractic specialty, um, that would fit right into uh, the Life University conversation for one. And then I also know very well how you approach your specialty and take it very seriously and, and have an interest in sharing with folks how you view what you do and, and um, 
and some of the evidence and the reasons why we do what we do in the chiropractic office. So I was really happy to have you come and join us. Well, thank you so much for having us. And Elise, thanks for taking some time. From what I understand, you're uh, relatively new to the practice mm-hmm. and getting started. Yep. I've just been here about a month or so. So I'm just getting my feet wet. Well, I'm really pleased to have you all here. And, and Jill, for folks who aren't familiar yet with the Life Talks World Congress event, introduce them real quickly to what we're trying to do there, because I know that this year we're focused on integrity for life. So, Yes, Life Talks actually started last year, and it is an initiative to really bring the, the concept of vitalism, the health from a mental, spiritual, physical perspective to the community. And this year, the the subtitle of the conference is A Life of Integrity. So we have speakers that will share their insights on integrity, really from birth all the way through life, including, you know, developing compassion in business and bringing these concepts that really allow people to be at their best. It is a conference that will be held at Life University, May 12th and May 13th. Uh, speakers coming from all over the U.S., Dr. Michael Benelli, who is a, a specialist on environmental sustainability, will be you know one of our speakers, Dr. Barbara DeAngelis, who's been a well-known um, expert in the world of relationships for over three decades, is also one of our speakers. We have a great roster, and people can find out more about the Congress at lifetalks.org. And then... Right behind the Life Talks World Congress event, you've got a summit coming up taking a look at concussions. Yeah, not related to uh, the Life Talks World Congress, but at Life University on the Saturday, which is the 14th of May, uh, Dr. Michael Hall and his team from the NeuroLife Institute at Life University will be hosting a concussion awareness and prevention summit. And that is really focused on the young athlete, the coaches, the parents in the community. It is a free event. It will be exceptional because we've got speakers that will will cover the range of topics of awareness and prevention as it relates to concussion and how serious they really are. And for folks who aren't familiar with the the the, the functional neurology lab, talk a little bit about that. What what it's all about and uh, some of the patient sets, if you can, at least uh, I know we've talked in the past about some traumatic brain injury, for example. Um, when I hosted you that time, we had the folks from Carrick Brain Center on, for example, and they use some of those uh, f- techniques that you're deploying there in the uh, functional neurology lab. So talk a little bit about that. So it's actually a clinic. It's called the NeuroLife Institute. The director is Dr. Michael Hall, who is you know, one of the preeminent chiropractors involved in functional neurology. And they get patients from literally across the country and all over the world. I remember one patient that I saw when I was in there one day was a young lady who had flown in from China. And in China, I was told that if you have any type of infirmity, you're basically kept in closed doors. They just don't allow these children to go out. She was 17 years old. And she had seen a chiropractor in China a life grad and at a clinic that actually Life University operates in China because we do have initiative that goes on in China. And the chiropractor said, you know, I've I've helped you get to this point, told her mother, and he says, I really believe that she would benefit from going to the NeuroLife Institute. So this young lady had cerebral palsy. She had never opened or utilized her left hand at all in her 17 years of life, walked with a, a very visible limp, and in five days at the NeuroLife Institute, where they worked with her like pretty much all day long for five days, on the fifth day, I saw her 
And she was actually texting on her iPhone using both hands. I mean, her mother was just overly, you know, joy. And so was this young lady. And she spoke relatively good English. So I had a conversation with her and she said, I have never done anything with my hand. And I saw her on that Monday and how closed it was. Her fist was completely in. And on the Friday she was texting. I was like, so I talked to Dr. Hall about it. I said, so even with my 30 plus years experience as a chiropractor, I said, what did you do different that I wouldn't know how to do? He said, well, when we examined her, we discovered that there really was nothing wrong with her hand or her arm. It's that her brain wasn't able to talk to her arm and hand. And they focus on different strategies to to drive brain function, Mm -hmm. completely different than what I know how to do as a traditional chiropractor. And so that type of case is what they see at the NeuroLife Institute. And, you know, one of the most famous cases, if anybody watches hockey, because I know in the studio today we have people from from the northern states and me from Canada, because <laughs> everybody in the studio here is from a northern state today. And, you know, so if you're a hockey fan, people will remember that Sidney Crosby was told because of concussions he'd never play again. And then all of a sudden, you know, less than a year later, he's back on the ice and doing well. And you wonder what happened. Well, he went the traditional route. And after he was told again, you will never play again, someone suggested that he come to Life University. He got care at Life. And within a week, he was back on the ice. And what they discovered with him, his issue with with not being able to play hockey was that he couldn't tell exactly where the puck was. So they could throw a puck at him and he would miss it 100% of the time. Within a week, he was back on the ice. And we all know how well Sidney Crosby has been playing the last couple of years. A new approach, a different approach to really accessing the body's nervous system and making sure that it is well connected so that the brain can actually talk to the cells and the cells can talk back to the brain so the body functions the way it was meant to function. And from from having been there, I went and visited the the lab and, and saw some of the work going on with patients while I was there. Have some very interesting technology that is used to help facilitate either awakening some of those areas in the brain that may not be doing what we want them to do to control you know, movements and different things or to establish new pathways of communication from the brain to say an extremity or whatever the case may be. Some really interesting technology that they're util- utilizing to accomplish that. Well, you know, it's interesting because 10 years ago, the term, you know, neuroplasticity was not really understood by many people. Everybody thought in science, everybody thought that if you had a brain injury and there was tissue that had been damaged in the brain, that it could never heal. What has since been discovered is that you can create new pathways. If there's a pathway that's been shut off, the brain has this ability you know, to go into this term called neuroplasticity. It has the ability to actually create new pathways. And one of the instruments, if you like, or one of these pieces of technology that you're referring to is called a gyrostem. I mean, it's a unit that costs, uh, you know, six figures plus, but it can be, the, the pattern, if you like, can be created to access a specific portion of the brain to actually drive the creation of a new pathway. And that's what you were so enamored with when you saw this big piece of equipment. You go, oh my gosh, what could that be? It's, it's called a gyrostim. And we'd have to get a gentleman like Dr. Hall, who's very well briefed on this, to tell you more about yeah, it. Yeah. But you know, I understand the basics of what they're doing, but it's to actually drive a particular creation of a new pathway when they discover that there's a pathway that's not working. And I found it fascinating. It looks sort of like the chair that they use for jet pilots when they're fighter jet pilots, when they're in training, 
the uh, astronaut they, chair they're, where they're creating g-forces and so forth they're not spinning you around in this one in terms of creating g-forces on you but they're using that device to put you into different positions in space or in, in terms that's, of that's or, orientation around up and down and that kind of stuff um, very intriguing and, and how it can as you say start to awaken uh, other pathways within the brain so that someone's function can return to normal. You were a concussion victim yourself and I was received care there. I was. I, I hit a tree at 55 miles an hour snowmobiling in Wisconsin a few years back and uh, left an imprint of my helmet on the bark of that tree and left my gloves on the handlebars, even though I'd been snowmobiling for decades and at one point was um, raced on the semi-pro circuit. I made a mistake. <laughs> but yeah, I had great care. And, and what drove me to go to the NeuroLife Institute was that I was confusing my languages. I, you know, I learned to speak French first. I learned to speak English later in life. And I was mixing the two languages. I couldn't speak one language without having the other language creeping in. So I could be speaking to you now in English and all of a sudden a French word would fit in. And I didn't even notice that I was using a French word. And so one day my wife said like, what did you just say? And she's unilingual. And I was like, well, I think I said this. Well, yeah, but you said something else that just didn't sound right. And that's when I realized that I was having some uh, major issues. And off I went. It was just a couple of weeks after I'd had the accident, but off I went to the NeuroLife Institute. I'd say within four to six weeks, my language was you know, back to normal. My thought processes were clear and everything has been working since. Now to, to get a sense of, it, for folks in the community, there, there are different groups of patients so you're talking about having some traumatic brain injuries um and and things like that but from the perspective of being able to take advantage of that resource that the, the university has is it possible for the community at large to get involved with the, the oh the, abso- absolutely it's 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 a clinic i mean you call the neurolife institute and make an appointment and uh, you know often you know patients are being referred by their doctors to the neurolife institute but a patient who's having issues and not happy with the care that they're being provided can actually just get on the phone and call the NeuroLife Institute at Life University. Anything essentially around neural function, brain function is what we're talking about. Yeah, well, be, beyond brain function, I mean, anything that's neurologically based. And we all know, and I would su- assume that most of the audience knows that the master system that controls everything in the body is the nervous system. If your nervous system isn't functioning well, you are guaranteed that you're going to have difficulty at some point if it's not immediate. And and that may be, you know, not just moving around, but how your organs function and all of that. Absolutely. And you were a person that experienced that as well. I did. I did. Had <laughs> you some had re- some opportunities to really see what chiropractic care can do for somebody. I've had phenomenal opportunities. And <laughs> as much as sometimes people have look at it as being challenges, the, the challenges themselves always present an opportunity. I mean, I... You know, I was diagnosed with a terminal condition in 2003 called primary pulmonary hypertension. Yeah, it does kill you. And I was told I'd be dead in two years unless I had a double lung and heart transplant. When I looked at it, that entire concept of a double lung and heart transplant, <laughs> I thought, man, that is crazy. And unfortunately for people who are recipients of those, which we could call like magnificent surgeries, the quality of life is very poor. So I made the conscious choice to, um, to not have that done. And got under extreme irregular chiropractic care and within a couple of years was fully restored back to normal. And that's the thing that I I've, would like to talk about a little bit. And that's why I'm pleased to have you here, Matt and, and Elise, um, is talking about from the chiropractor perspective. I come from a background in the last few years 
with a wound care and hyperbaric medicine practice um, located in uh, some doctor's offices on several hospital campuses here around the community. And something that we faced in that particular specialty is it's, it's not, it doesn't treat a huge portion of the population. The folks that need that advanced modality are kind of a small group within a small group of of people. They are people having very serious uh, issues. And yet because of that, there's not a lot of focus put on it when you're going through medical school. For example, there's 160 medical colleges if you count DO schools too. And 30 of them have hyperbaric medicine as a program offered on on campus. So if you didn't do a residency program where one of those is located, uh, or you didn't train in your medical school where one is located, you come out knowing you might have heard a paragraph about it. And so there's always this constant effort to build awareness of what this modality is doing, when is it viable for your patient, when is it very useful for your patient. Clearly, there's been a couple of times in your life, Jill, where getting the appropriate chiropractic care made a significant impact and in fact saved your life in, 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 in one of those cases, if not both. Um, and so that's why I'm pleased to have you here, Matt, to talk about chiropractic care and your approach to it, because I know you're very serious about it. Um, and I think there may be some misperceptions out there in the community about what is chiropractic anyway. And, and you know, so the, I, was, I was happy to have you to kind of share your thoughts on that. One of the things that we're very proud of at Back to Balance Wellness Centers is that we we do enjoy very much the challenge of explaining to people a lot about the misperceptions about chiropractic. And chiropractic in and of itself is a very simple philosophy. We call it a philosophy in art and a science because it really truly does do all three things. You know, in the medical community, which I have nonstop respect for, I like to think that we all work together and we all have different perspectives and different ways of looking at a problem. It doesn't make one right or one wrong. And I think only by actually unifying those thoughts, you can actually get the best result for the patient. And it's funny that you said you were talking about hyperbaric oxygen therapy, for instance. That is one of the modalities that we have in our facilities. I am not a hospital and I don't claim to be. But in certain situations, in certain, you know, respectful sort of situations, whether it be from a medical um, practitioner sending somebody to us or just within our own patient base, we find that hyperbaric oxygen therapy is incredibly effective uh, in a slew of different sort of medical conditions. And when you combine that with chiropractic care, just even this most simple chiropractic care, um, it's very effective. And, and to piggyback on what you were asking me, we are very different in that we put a lot of time and effort into the soft tissue component of what we call subluxation complex or a chiropractic alignment process. Um, in my experience, which is, well, I've been a chiropractor since 2001, and did neuromuscular massage therapy for between 10 to 15 years prior to that. What I found is that when you when you dress from different angles, when you come from an open mind and are using different sorts of things, meaning not just bone, but bone and muscle, that the result is very effective and very longstanding. Um, and the best compliment I think that, and I, I would hope that everybody agrees on, is that um, if we can have you as a patient who understands the concept and the art and the philosophy and the science all at one time, you're going to be a patient for a really long time and, probably, and you're going to be a healthier for, patient. Probably for life because you're we going to be so. healthy and that's you're right. going to understand that it, you just make it part of your lifestyle. Right. And, and that's one of the things that so often becomes, a, people say, uh, you know, once you go to a chiropractor, you've got to go back for the rest of your life. How many times have we, have we heard that? And I, I'm like, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, even in your coming you know, whatever it is for you, whatever that means to you, whatever makes you feel healthier, 
Um, you're not going to get results if you go to the gym once a once a month, of course, not. or twice a twice a year. You're you're not going to have the body that you want, right? So that's one of the ways that we try to explain it to our patients. There's some homework involved. There's some stretching, but we try to make it in a very digestible format. That's not going to take. It, we're going to give you exactly what your body needs to attain whatever goals you personally have, and then whatever goals that we have for you as a person. We want you to be healthier for the rest of your life, not just for the the band-aid that, you know, we can put on you for a week of care or two weeks of care. Well, you're a life graduate. Both of you are. Um, talk about what, what led you in, into chiropractic as your, as your field and, and, you know, then ultimately launching your practice. Well, like so many, um, <laughs> injuries play a great role. Um, I think for most of the population, a lot of times you don't end up going to see any, a doctor of any kind uh, until you have a need, right? So, um, I was a, um, a very advanced tennis player and, you know, athlete when I was younger and, um, who knows, it could have been any million of injuries. And, uh, I was very blessed and very fortunate to find a neuromuscular therapist who specialized in, and was a chiropractor who specialized in neuromuscular reeducation. He taught me about neurofacilitation. I mean, this was, you know, 25 years ago, it changed my life. I mean, I, I couldn't do very much even as a 16, 17 year old um, low back, you know, disc issues and all that kind of thing. And, and that's what brought me, I went the medical, uh, road and it just didn't, it didn't work for what I had going on. And, uh, when I found these other practitioners, it opened my eyes to an entirely new way of looking at healthcare. And, and I think that's one of the great things about what we do as chiropractors and, um, and, and not just chiropractors too, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say just that. I mean, every health practitioner, um, physical therapists and, and sports medicine doctors and even acupuncture and other things. I mean, everything works for a person. It's just, does it work for you in, in a format that you're going to continue to do for the rest of your life? Everything works. Everything helps, including medicine. Well, what would you say differentiates chiropractic from medicine per se? Just perception, just looking at a problem from a different mindset. That's all. I mean, I don't, I don't ever want to think that one practitioner of any kind is, is better than another. Everything works for people in different ways. It's just, if the patient is open-minded and educated and understands that there are other roles or other people, I should say, that can have roles in their healthcare. We all share the common goal, which is to make the patient well. I mean, I, I hope that's what we all share. If we don't share that, then there's a lot more wrong than, than, than you know, what meets the eye. So if we can all just learn to, to share and to be good at what we do and then let other people do what they do well, I think the patient ultimately is who's going to benefit. And that's really all that matters. You don't have to be a patient of mine for life, but just understand why we're doing what we do. That's, that's all I, I, I can ever ask of a patient. It sounds like injury is often the driving force or pain of some kind may, may or may not be accompanied by some sort of traumatic injury from an athletic move or a fall or whatever the case may be there. But it seems like pain or... It, you know what? It often is because that's most people's perception. They, they seek help when yes. they have an issue. But I just completed a book that's going to be published in March and it's... And it's called The Art of Being Healthy, um, a collection of real-life accounts of children and mothers healing with chiropractic. And I'll tell you, when I was accumulating these stories from chiropractors all over North America, there were days I was reading these stories and I, as a chiropractor, was in tears. At first, in tears that a child had had to suffer that much. 
and then in tears of joy that the child had actually recovered. So it's not always pain. I mean, you'll hear stories in this book when I bring you a copy, CW, you'll read stories about you know, children that had a traumatic birth and that had digestion issues and constipation issues and, and colic and inability to sleep and inability to focus. And you see all these stories. So though from a, a, a teenager maybe to a young adult perspective to an adult, often, yes, it is an injury that drives them to seek help with a chiropractor. But as Dr. As Dr. Matt said, you know, what differentiates us, I think, sometimes is really just the philosophy and that we recognize that the body has this innate ability to, to heal and to auto-regulate and to self-maintain. And I would tell you that, you know, other professions have it. They don't maybe speak about it as much. Because I remember when my daughter broke her femur and the doctor, the orthopedic doc, put a cast on her and he, and he explained to her, she, I think she was about eight years old, he explained to her, he says, okay, so we've done this so that your leg doesn't move. And now we're, we expect that your body's going to do the healing. And she looked at him and she said, that's what my daddy says all the time, that the body has this ability to heal. And he looked at her and says, yep, that's exactly what it is. He said, my job is to make sure that your bone was straight and to put a cast on you. And now let's let your body do the healing. So there, there is that similarity. Absolutely. I think in chiropractic, we just speak about it more. <laughs> it's all about balance. I, I kind of want to touch base on the pain thing that you were just brought up. But absence of pain does not indicate health. I mean, just because you're feeling pain, or some, those issues could have been occurring for months, years prior. And they're just now. So yeah. routine chiropractic, these this can prevent these symptoms from happening and long you, before you ever feel them. So when you talk about routine chiropractic, what are we talking about? Just regular care, just coming in for maintenance. And so yeah, see, that's different for every every person. That's It d- varies. It's hard to, you know, that's one of the hardest things. I'm sure you've been practicing for a very long time. You know, people ask that question, well, what, what does that mean? I mean, how often right. do I need to come in? What, what yeah. do I have to do to be healthy? Right. You know, yeah. What do I have to do? I'll do anything. It's different. Depends on what you're doing in the rest of your life. It depends on genetics. It depends on so many different factors that, you know, I'm not smart enough at all to conceptualize what a what a person's been doing for 40 years of their life and what and what brought them to whatever pain syndrome or whatever disease process or whatever. I, I don't know. All I know is is that with regular care, and I say, you know, if the entire world was under chiropractic care once a month, we'd live in a much healthier world than we do right now. Mm-hmm. We would have much less every the, the entire the healthcare industry in and of itself would be a much better place. There'd still be issues. There'd still be challenges. People would still need medical care every day, but you'd be a much healthier individual. I, I agree with you fully because I, I think every single person sort of finds that sweet spot once they get well and once we know that that they're well balanced, that their nervous system is functioning the way it's supposed to function, then it's a determination on on checking them on a regular basis, sometimes that's more frequent, but trying to find that sweet spot. So I know for my own health, my sweet spot is two weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I get checked by a chiropractor every two weeks and I've been doing it regularly since 2003. Prior to that, I was getting checked out maybe once a month, sometimes you know more, sometimes less. And I didn't really have a program because I didn't take the time to actually discover what was best for me. And what is best, my two-week issue, is everything works better when I see a chiropractor every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think clearer, I sleep well, I digest my food well. Like, my body works the way God designed it to be, which yeah. is pretty awesome. And and I guess that's kind of where I'm trying to frame this for the person that may be listening that's either maybe once in, once in a blue moon been to a, a chiropractor for care, uh, as we talked about earlier, at least talking about, you know, I know for myself, it was typically I was, I, something was clearly 
out of whack. Uh, and I was having based. Yes, very much so. Um, but trying to put it in the perspective of why might being evaluated by uh, a doctor chiropractic uh, more frequently than that, I guess sometimes then you're saying that it doesn't require necessarily manipulation per se. It, it, or what, what are you looking for when, when, when you go in to get checked? What are, what, what are we evaluating? I'll tell you what, I discovered that if I eat every day, I feel better. I discovered that if I exercise at least three times a week for 20 to 30 minutes, my body functions the way it was meant to function. Everything works better. And so I discovered for me that when I get checked by a chiropractor, what is the chiropractor checking? Spinal alignment and neural integrity, neural function. And I think you'd probably agree, Dr. Matt. I'd absolutely agree. And you know what? I think uh, uh, Dr. Smith brought up probably one of the best points that that can be brought up uh, is that uh, symptoms are really not an indication of your body's health because it can be months, if not years, that a symptom actually shows up. When the, when the red light is blinking in your car, you know, you, you go to the mechanic because obviously you don't want to spend, you know, thousands of dollars on your, on your, on a mechanic. But if you had just gotten the oil change, if you had just d- taken care of the maintenance prior to that, then the occurrence, the red lights blinking and scaring the heck out of you may not have ever happened. And, and that's the problem with healthcare, unfortunately, is that so many of us, we only wait till something gets to a point where the, the scales have tipped in a negative way and then we go. Um, and, and, you know, Dr. Smith is saying, and I think we're all saying here is that if we just maintain a, a common thread of thought of prevention, just prevention, you know, you, you don't have to go to your chiropractor every week if that's not your sweet spot. Um, when you find your niche, you're going to know you're going to feel better. And so the sense that I've gotten as I've had conversations with Jill and, and more recently you, Matt, um, is, is. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but the perception I've been building from these conversations is essentially that much of the focus that you're talking about getting evaluated and, and potentially manipulated through um, the the care you provide is the neural system that you were talking about, the the, con- the communications lines that run through our body uh, that allow the brain to tell your hand to pick up the pen to write the, the write the note, et cetera, that various things can cause either misalignments along that pathway, particularly with the spine, um, but other junction points as well. Um, and that even other other environmental or, or nutritional factors can come into play and actually cause some measure of imbalance or, or a difficulty maintaining some of those alignments. And that is what causes this conversation to be. Yeah, really. I mean, the, what the, it is. the more stress that you experience in your life, the more likely you are to have issues with neural function. And often the way I describe chiropractic, when I start having a conversation with people, I love to, to ask questions. And the first question I usually ask is, you know, if you think back to high school science class, what do you remember your teacher telling you was the most important system in the human body? And no matter where you are in the world, the number one answer is typically the heart. People think the heart is the most important you know, part of the body. And so I go into another question, but I always say, you know, you're probably right. That's probably what your teacher taught you because that's sort of been in in the culture for so many years because so many people have died of heart conditions. But how does that, how how does that heart work? Exactly. So my next question to them is, is usually often related to like their sleep. For example, I'll say, you know, I'm going to assume that you went to sleep last night and you woke up this morning and your heart was still beating. You know, what told your heart to beat while you were sleeping? Or if you exercise and you notice your heart beats faster, you start to breathe quicker, you start to sweat, you know, what tells your body to do that? And the typical answer I get there is, I don't know. 
And then I point to their skull or to mine. I say, you know, what's in here? And they say, well, the brain. And I say, well, what does that control? And they go, everything. So everybody knows that the brain controls everything. They just don't know how the brain gets the information from there to their toes or their nose or their heart or their lungs or their bowels, et cetera. And a chiropractor's job is to maintain that communication system from brain to body and from body back to the brain. High stress reduces your body's ability to keep that communication system clear, which leads to what chiropractors call a subluxation. Correcting the subluxation enhances normal nervous system function. And what would what is subluxation? Subluxation is a misalignment of a vertebra in the spine that can cause irritation to the cord, the brainstem, or nerve roots that then decrease the body's ability to communicate. And it doesn't even really have to be much in the way of pressure at all. The, the, those, the, those nerves, the spine in, in particular, but the nerves that emanate from it, I think that's very so, sensitive. That's so important to bring up because, you know, out of sight, out of mind, right? So you can't see the nerves, n- not when you're looking at a person, you know, and it's, it's underneath all of this other stuff. So people don't think about it, but it takes, I'm not going to get into the science of it, but such a small amount of misalignment, such a small amount of muscular tension or stress that can cause a muscle to spasm, which then pulls on the bone, which then t- rotates it or misaligns it. We're talking about a millimeter or two, whatever it is. And that can cause enough pressure to kink the spinal cord and or the spinal nerve that then goes to the organ or the muscle or whatever it is. And now you have dysfunction. And that's the other element I think that is is somewhat important for, for the folks out there listening, getting familiar with chiropractic to conceptualize is I, I think it's easy to just view it from the perspective of musculoskeletal. It's my, my muscles got a spasm in it, uh, or I twisted my back and I know I can feel something's kind of out of line. But as Gilles was just talking about, while we're sitting here moving our muscles around, thinking about moving our muscles, the, the brain is also running everything else that's, that's going on and it's using the same channels. Right. It's got to communicate. It's got to communicate. Your brain has to communicate with, we're sitting here and we're breathing. Our heart's beating. We're sweating. We're whatever we're doing. And, you know, somehow that communication has to be unkinked from point A to Z. And the spinal cord, I'm I'm sorry, the vertebrae or protect the spinal cord. So So when people use the word musculoskeletal, I said, just add that little extra word at the beginning. It's only a few letters. It's neuro. So neuromusculoskeletal. They all work together. And when you forget the neuro, you're actually forgetting the starting point because it all starts with what's happening in the brain. And I know that in addition to being able to reposition the skeletal structures so that they're in alignment, you were talking earlier before we went on today that you're also placing some focus on soft tissue, which muscles and things like that. Talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about that. Well, the first thing I would like for people to know is that soft tissue means muscle, ligament, and tendon. So wherever there's a beginning, there's an end. You know, if you just look at your arm and you think about your your bicep, for instance, you know, when you look at your, uh, th- there's a beginning point and an end point, and, and those two points pull on bones. So if they're in contraction or, or whatever you're doing, I mean, your muscles are being used every single day of your life. So um, when we talk about soft tissue component of the misalignment or the subluxation complex, if you want to call it that, um, I was trying not to be technical because I, I want people to understand it in a very digestible way. The bones are in and of themselves just there. The muscles, the ligaments, and the tendons are what move them. So if whatever environmental or stress factors are causing those muscles to be out of alignment or just making them angry, 
they're going to have a beginning and an end point that they're pulling on. And when that happens, you're going to have dysfunction in your body. And, and for most of us, it may just be pain or it may be being uncomfortable or not sleeping well at night or tossing and turning. But uh, with proper chiropractic alignments, um, with some kind of consistency, the muscles, the ligaments, and the tendons, other known, otherwise known as the soft tissue, are going to be happier. It's a pretty simple concept. You know, if you eat well, your, your stomach is going gonna, is gonna to be better. You're going to have better daily energy. You're going to sleep better. Um, I try to, I, I sort of make this as, as, as easy as people for it to understand. You put bad information into your body, you're going to get bad information out. You know, if you put bad stress into your body, you're going to be a stressed out person. If you proper, properly take care of yourself and maintain yourself and with a preventative mindset, you're going to be a happier person and less stressed out person. And those around you will see that you look and feel healthier. And talk a little bit about some of the other facets of the practice, because it's not just chiropractic. I know I've, I've used, there's massage therapists that are part of your practice. To and that's the reason why. That. Yeah. Um, any, any other particular programs that, that well, like we were, need to know about? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, we, well, we have, we have the hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which is wonderful for people from something as simple as sleep deprivation. Just if, if they want to, you know, help their body kind of get a boost from, from a fatigue standpoint, uh, to, uh, I personally do a lot of what's called TMJ, uh, internal TMJ rehabilitation. And that comes from my neuromuscular background where, um, we can actually help people that have a lot of, um, uh, jaw issues and headaches and things of this nature, and especially when used in combination with the soft tissue therapists that we have. And we have some amazing soft tissue therapists. I'm so blessed to have had them for a number of years. And, um, so we also bring in, um, uh, a lot of other modalities. We, we do, we use lasers. We, we do everything technologically with all the t- uh, advances in technology is what I'm trying to say. We've tried to bring all of those things into our facility. So chiropractic is certainly the, the main focus, but then the soft tissue supports the chiropractic. And then what we call the modalities, which are the, the typical things you might see to physical therapists, the, the electrical stim, the ultrasound, the laser, all these other things are adjunct modalities to help us achieve the best chiropractic result. And uh, as we discussed at the opening of the show, part of the underpinning of what we're all about here on on this special series with Life University is is the the, the concept of integrity and in speaking with you the other day about jumping onto the show to, to introduce folks to the practice uh, it was very clear that having uh, a sense of integrity about what your work here and the specialty that you've chosen and the um, the the career in this type of healthcare delivery uh, is a really big deal to you and you take it very seriously. And it's not one where uh, we talked about the fact that sometimes people can perceive, just like I talked about with hyperbaric medicine, they perceive it to be voodoo or just snake oil sales, you know, and, and don't bother to read anything uh, scientific about it. Same thing here. There's there's sometimes a perception that all you want to do is just, you know, adjust my neck and, you know, do some other stuff with me. But it's it's deeper than that. It certainly is for us, you know, and again, I, I can't speak for any, anyone else, but in our facility and back to balance wellness centers, we absolutely address the entirety of the person. Um, the one thing I didn't mention is, you know, we, we also, um, work in conjunction with medical people and we do, um, they can do, you know, blood work to find out what's going on in your, um, food sensitivities, you know, cause if you're, again, if you're, if you're putting all this bad information or your body can't handle something, um, it, it's not going to matter how many times I adjust you, we've got to find out what's the root cause. And we really do focus on the root cause as best as we possibly can. I'm only trained to do what I do well. 
And I have to rely on other people to be trained well in what they do to use their perspectives. And, and that's what I was sort of saying at the very beginning of the show is I just want everybody to do what they do well. And then the patient is going to be the one who benefits. And, and that was the a concept that I certainly got from talking to you in that particular conversation. And that is that it's very often a multi-specialty approach, regardless of what we're talking about, but um, being willing to include other specialists, even when in some cases that might mean the patient may not need to see you either again or for some period of time. Um, and for me personally, uh, having been a part of the, the healthcare world for a while and seen plenty of physicians uh, outside of, we're not talking chiropractic, but physicians of a variety of different specialists who don't send their patient for care that's available around the corner or across the hall just because they don't want to lose their patient. So right. having somebody say that, I'm, I'm going to see what I can find out about what your problem is and get you, if I can't address it directly with what I do, then I'm going to do my part and then involve other specialists. Yeah, and that's the first thing I say to a patient, especially a new patient when they come in, is that um, we're going to help you feel better. That, that's, that's not the hard part. The hard part is helping you be better for the rest of your life. And so we have a network of people that I rely on to, to do what they do well. You know, I, I, I'm not an orthopedist. I'm, I'm not a surgeon. I don't know, you know, those types of things. And, and I have people that work in, in all the different, you know, um, Emory and resurgence and all these other places that are wonderful what they do. I mean, you know, we're all very blessed to have them um, to be great at what they do. Uh, so I am very proud that we have that network. And, and even in the Midtown area, because, you know, that's where this location is. Um, there's just some wonderful people out there um, that, that we can refer people to when they come in if, if we can't get them to where they need to be. We've been talking with Dr. Matt Germain and Elise Smith, chiropractors with Back to Balance Wellness Center here in the Midtown area, a couple of locations as Matt was talking about. And then, of course, Dr. Jill LaMarche, also a doctor of chiropractic from Life University, vice president of professional relations there. We've been learning a little bit about chiropractic care and, and what it means, what it's trying to achieve for the the patient that they're seeing from people who take it very seriously and, and apply it from a scientific perspective and in their approach. And the, the thing that I've, I find appealing about the way, at least the chiropractors that I've been familiar with, and you all are really the ones that I've known, um, is that you're not just about the the body per se. There's a, I guess, a spiritual element to it. And I don't mean that in a uh, break out the uh, you know, the candles and all the, the soft music kind of thing, but talking it, it, the, the human as a whole. Well, it's the mind, it's the mind body connection, right? right? You can't separate the mind from the body. So, you know, we look, we look at focusing on physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. And, you know, if we can segue back to life talks, that's the whole purpose of life talks. When I was listening to Dr. Matt talk about the stress, I mean, this is going to be addressed. Right. Stresses kill people. Yes. We know that. It's the number one killer. I of think anything. it was a big facet in why my dad died so early. He died at my age. 20 and, years ago. And we're going to address all that at the Life Talks World Congress. You know, it's interesting. I, I have a quote in front of me that came from an attendee last year that I that I wanted to read with you. It says, you know, I want to thank Life University for the extraordinary Life Talks 2015. I always judge the value of an event like this by the number of insights I gain that can be applied practically on Monday morning at 9 a.m. in the real world. I started this Monday after the event with many new and powerful insights. Can't wait for 2016. That's awesome. And that's what we're going to be doing here. So it's not just about the physical aspect of what we can do as chiropractors that really enhance people's lives, but how can we enhance people's lives to look at life differently 
and really help them deal with the stresses that they are going to experience. I mean, we live in Atlanta. We're going to experience traffic every day when we get into our vehicles. <laughs> it's the reality of the world we live in. Right. For some people, it will stress them out. Some of them, you know, will get road rage. Well, you know, if that's an issue for you, come to Life Talks and start to experience what living a life of integrity really is mm-hmm. and get to to see the value in how you can actually manage your life at that level. You know, and even in the world of business, as I mentioned, we've got one entire series that we'll deal with at Life Talks that's got to do with compassionate business. What if all businesses function from that state of integrity with compassion for their stakeholders? How different would our community, our world be? And to the person that may be thinking, well, geez, maybe I should visit a chiropractor to be evaluated to see if I've got something going on. Are there some questions that that would be useful for me as a person who's trying to determine where do do I go? Are there some questions that would help me maybe have a greater sense of confidence in the specialist that I'm going to see? I ask this of the physicians that I have on top docs all the time is what the people I have there are, are, are people that I respect. So much like I have that here, I, I, I realize that you would probably be able to say, well, there's, these are some things you might want to know about to determine this is the best fit for me. Well, you know, number one, a track a proven track record. Um, you can't always rely on the internet as we all know, because that's such a subjective, um, tool for people. But, you know, we've been, I can only, again, speak from experience for myself. We've been practicing, I've been practicing since 2001, Back to Balance opened in 2003-4, and you know I think pretty pretty well across the board we're we're well respected, and we have a when I say a proven track record, you're not going to be in business for a long amount of time if you're not doing good work. Um, but that's not to say that a person that just started isn't wonderful what they do either. I don't want to give that impression, but if if somebody has to use a tool, I'd look into it and I'd, I'd call the practice and I'd even set up and I know with we we'll see a patient um, with absolutely nothing but an interview process um, with no charge whatsoever. Let them take five minutes with me or one of the other doctors and introduce ourselves and say, you know, does, does this energy work for you? Does this style work for you? Because ultimately, if it's not going to work for you, for whatever reason, not everybody mixes, we all know that, then, then you should absolutely interview another doctor to see if they fit your style and what you like. And you know what? You may have your mind set up. I don't want this stereotypical blah, blah, whatever. And for me, that's okay. Because I've got 150 other ways I can achieve the same goal, right? So there's some chiropractors or some people in general, I should say, doctors of any kind, they have their mind set up. This is how they're going to do it. And if you don't like it, tough, you know, whatever. So with us, we have a lot of, like you were saying, we have a lot of different tools that we use at Back to Balance. So if you're really against one thing or you have a pre-perception of something that makes you nervous or scared, we're going to talk about it. Before we ever put our hands on, 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 and that's a horrible thing to say, before we ever address the issue, we're going to find out if we mix yes. and if we can achieve what you need us to achieve. Yeah. And I, and I think it's fair to say, put your hands on somebody and, and that, because that's very much how you administer your cares is through, you know, either touching to, to examine or, or then in the end to manipulate. So I, I think that that's fair. Um, where do folks go to get information about the practice? Um, www.lovethespine.com. And I'll throw a pitch out there. I, re- I became familiar with this uh, company not too long ago, uh, L'Occitane en Provence. L'Occitane en Provence. I didn't say it very <laughs> Frenchly, but um, they're a store that's got multiple locations around, but uh, they are 
in that place of taking care of yourself with good skin care and things like that. So uh, our guest here today will leave some with some uh, gifts from L'Occitane en Provence. The store in Buckhead is where I visited and got to be friends with Sophia there, a Moroccan who lived in France for a while before she came here to the States. But just to give them a, an announcement, uh, coming up on Thursday, the 11th, they're, they're doing a Valentine party. So if you attend the store on uh, Buckhead Way, I believe it is. It's Buckhead Avenue. Buckhead Avenue, just north of Far Road in Buckhead. Um, they have uh, free facials and hand massages. Wow. They get to experience some of their products. So think about that if you have a, a lovely lady or you know, gentleman that you have an interest in your skincare. Uh, they're they're great folks there. It's a lovely store. Uh, I was really happy to be talking about it. L'Occitane for us gringos. It looks like uh, L'Occitane, but uh, L. L apostrophe O-C-C-I-T-A-N-E is how you spell it. So loxiton.com is where you can go and see all about their products. So I just thought it would be kind of nice to introduce people to them. And Jill, um, did we give out the website again for, for the World Congress? We can do that. Lifetalks.org. Very simple. Lifetalks.org. All the information about the upcoming uh, Lifetalks World Congress on May the 12th and 13th. And you can also see videos of our event in 2015 to really get insights on what we're all about at Life University. And we really want some folks to recommend to us, preferably high school seniors that are exemplifying integrity in their young lives. Even at this stage, some of those young people can really be involved in their community through charitable works, through compassionate works, through being good citizens, uh, being great at academics and applying themselves and what they're doing. So we would love to have you nominate uh, a student for the Integrity for Life Award that we are going to uh, award to a lucky student coming up at that event. Um, that will come with a $500 scholarship award that, as well. That is correct. We'll also scholarship three students to actually attend the event. And we really want to recognize you know, even you know at that young age when you know people can be self-absorbed and um, focused on themselves a little bit. Sometimes uh, those those young people that are really trying to help the community around them. So we really want to recognize those. Reach out to us and let us know some recommendations for students we should think about because we want to feature them here on the show as well. And you can actually go to lifetalks.org and actually submit the name of a student with the information. It's actually all up on the website. So that's where the nomination process can actually occur. And if you are listening to us on the podcast, if you go to the upper left-hand corner of the show page, you'll see the Apple logo there. That'll take you to the iTunes store, to the Midtown Business Radio Show podcast. Subscribe to us so that each week the new episode will be downloaded straight to your device for your ride to work or walking the dog, whatever the case may be for you. And we hope you turn around and share this information because you might just put some uh, useful nuggets of, of information in the hands of somebody that you care about that makes a difference in their lives just by clicking share. So we want to say thank you very much for that. And if you do check out the show and you enjoy what you hear, go ahead and and leave us some comments. We really like your feedback and value that very much. Jill and uh, Elise and Matt, thanks so much for making time to join us in the studio today. And Shelly sitting back there quietly. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Thanks, thanks so much, Robbie. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> and all the folks that made us a part of their day today, we want to, want to say thanks so much. We really appreciate you. We'll see you all same time, same place next week. We'll see you then. 